Bonjour et bienvenue sur De Barros, le podcast qui parle maternité sans tabou, sans filtre, mais toujours avec beaucoup d'émotion. Régulièrement, des femmes raconteront leur histoire pour que, je l'espère, vous vous sentiez moins seul dans ce monde merveilleux qu'est la maternité. So for today, it's a new podcast and it's in English. Sorry for my accent. We are meeting Gloria. Um, she's going to talk about her pregnancy and her labor, which was totally different. One like more medical than the other. Hello, Gloria. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> yes, and you? Fine. <laughs> yes. So, um, first, tell me about uh, a little bit about uh, how did you get pregnant for the first one because you have two children yes. and um, how it was, how was the pregnancy? Um, I got pregnant really easily. I've, I've had so much luck. We decided to get pregnant and my son was there a month later. Okay, wow. <laughs> so it was just, we felt so blessed. It was so amazing. And then my pregnancy, it was fine. <laughs> it wasn't the best time of my life, but I've had it pretty easy. Mm -hmm. um, it's just mentally it was difficult for me because at work it was difficult. So a whole lot of difficulties. Okay. So you are working now, you're not work anymore? No, I don't work anymore. I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> And it's perfect like that. <laughs> so, um, uh, so you get to the end of your pregnancy, of course. Yes. And how discover that it was the time to go to the hospital? Um, I woke up with a contraction, a contraction woke me up at two in the morning mm -hmm. and I thought, hmm, that's different. <laughs> I've never felt that before. <laughs> so um, I just, I took my app because I, I used to have an application to, to calculate the, the contraction. So I took that <laughs> out and I was like, okay, let's try to calculate how far along they are. <laughs> and They were pretty close to start with. They were like eight minutes apart. And uh, my husband was sleeping next to me. I let him sleep. You know, first labor is supposed to be <laughs> slow, take its time. Um, 5.45 is alarm rang to go to work. And I was like, honey, I think it's the moment. <laughs> I've had contractions all Hi. night. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and um, he was like, oh, really? Are you sure? But it's the first baby. They said it would be super long. And I was like, well, I don't know. It feels pretty real. <laughs> and so we decided that he would go to work and come back and just go to work to say to his boss, like, okay, I have this and this and this to do. And I'm going with my wife. So um, he came back, what, what time was it, about eight o'clock, and then we left at nine o'clock okay. from home, and it was pretty intense. <laughs> um, in The car ride was horrible. Okay. <laughs> I've had all these contractions that were really close and really powerful, and well, you can't move when you're in a car. <laughs> 
<laughs> the worst uh, position, I guess, to... Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, the seat belt is just annoying, and yeah. I was holding myself to the handle, and it was just... <laughs> yeah, and we arrived in Lausanne, and it started to... Um, there was some traffic, actually. So I was like, go on a pavement, it doesn't matter, just go! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really afraid I would, I would give birth in a car, actually. Okay. And... Um... So and it was long to arrive to the hospital with this traffic, or it was okay, or it was uh, 40, 40 minutes. Okay, so quite long. <laughs> quite long, <laughs> and we arrived to the clinic. So I wanted to give birth in a clinic because I wanted to have my gynecologist with me, and I wanted to have the comfort of the place. Uh, I thought that's what would be best. Yeah. So we arrived there 9:40. Um, I am crying in pain, and there's a a nurse who's probably finished with her shift. She sees me and she's like, "You're not going through that elevator. Come with me." <laughs> she wheeled me in. She took a wheeling chair, wheeled me in, took uh, the the service elevator. Mm-hmm. And we arrived uh, at the midwife's office and they were like, okay, we're not going in the room. We're going straight to the delivery room. (laughs) It's go time. (laughs) (laughs) So um, came to the delivery room and they were, they asked me straight away, do you want an epidural? And I was like, well, if if this is going worse, yes, I want it. (laughs) And then they actually checked me and I was already nine centimeters dilated. So your husband was not right. (laughs) (laughs) No, he wasn't. (laughs) So um, nine centimeters, obviously we didn't have time to put an epidural and that was fine. That was perfect because I didn't want one to to start with. Mm -hmm. But obviously, when they ask, you're like, yes, I want one. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Please, I need it. (laughs) So, um, 9.40, it was about 10 o'clock, my doctor arrived. Mm -hmm. And so they checked me. I was lying down on a side. So I had um, one leg up Mm -hmm. and... I was lying down, they checked me, they seen I was nine centimeters and I was really comfortable like that, lying on a side. And I thought, this is a good position. It's physiologic, yeah. it's, it's okay. And my doctor arrived and she checked where I was. She was like, do I have time to put a blouse? Do I have time to get changed? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she arrived and she said, okay, let's put her on her back. Um, let's put her feet up and we're going to start pushing. And I remember saying, but can I not stay like I am? Mm -hmm. And she just completely ignored me. She didn't answer. Okay. And yeah, I felt really ignored at my own delivery. Uh, Mm -hmm giving birth like it was important it was it's the most important 
moment of my life right now yeah. and she just ignored me so um, she told me to start pushing and so I started pushing and I pushed one time okay and she tells me she d- doesn't tell me anything and then I feel the scalpel going on my skin because obviously I don't have an epidural so she cuts me for an episiotomy and didn't say anything didn't ask if I was okay with it didn't well warn me (laughs) and then I pushed another time uh, and another time and my baby was out okay so it was super fast <laughs> i've had yeah and it was, did you did you do a birth plan before or no not really not really we talked together that i wanted something natural that i didn't want an epidural that okay. i wanted to um choose the position uh, i was giving birth yeah in we talked about that so i felt safe Mm-hmm. And yeah. we we had that um, 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 that class, mm-hmm. the birthing class, where they talked about physiology and yeah, just everything that I wanted. So I felt really good about it. Yeah, for you it was like written, and there was no different way. I mean, exactly sure that it was going to happen like you wanted. Exactly, mm-hmm. and. An episiotomy, I like ev- with everything that I've read. I knew that it wasn't the best solution. I knew that it wasn't done um, all the time like it used to be done. Yeah, so, I really didn't need it because it was really fast. I mean, the baby was not blocked, so why? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then, so yeah, I've met my baby. It was just wonderful, and mm. obviously, you just, you just. So in love at that mm-hmm. moment, you 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 don't forget, but you 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 think about something else. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, we we went to the room. We had our moment. It was just beautiful and magical. And then she came by, and I asked her, "Why did you do an episiotomy?" Mm-hmm. And she answered, "Ah, oh, just a baby." wasn't going through really good okay and I don't know it just felt like she wasn't open for a conversation she wasn't ready to 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 question what she did and I just let it go mm-hmm. and I felt really sad about it for for a few months and then I've actually seen um, that the TV was looking for, um, um, how do you say, témoignage? That the TV was looking about these stories about um, violence during birth, and I've actually been on TV to mm-hmm. talk about it. Okay. And my doctor even contacted me. Oh, wow. She, yeah, she send me my my file through uh, with a letter saying our trust was broken that she didn't f- feel that way that she explained to me why she did it and 
that she was like the the letter was so violent yeah. you, she was so upset which i understand obviously like she saw me on tv she didn't think yeah, she had took it for her so it means that behind there was something that it was not okay even for her you know it's why she got upset maybe exactly yeah mm. you're right <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that was my first birth and okay. I knew that I didn't want to have the same experience with mm. my second one. Okay. So you changed everything. I've changed everything for my second <laughs> one. <laughs> I changed gynecologist, obviously. <laughs> um, and I found a really, really good one. And uh, a midwife followed my pregnancy. Okay. Um, and she was just the most human, respectful um, midwife that I could think of. She was wonderful. And she, she, um, she opened a, a birthing home in Montreux. Okay. Les Roseaux. <laughs> it's a really, really nice place. It's um, just right next to the river. So... The plan was first contraction, come to the birthing home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what, what happened. So my pregnancy with uh, my second son was um, okay. Um, <laughs> again, um, actually with the job, it wasn't the best, uh, but the pregnancy was fine. And when the time came to give birth, we took the car. It was 20 minutes this time, so it was better. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, still really intense, the car ride. And when we arrived, she just turned off the lights and let us, me and my husband, manage the situation see how we wanted to do it. And every 10 minutes, she would come in and ask, how are you doing? Do you need something? And she would suggest maybe that I would move a little or she would give me a fresh cloth. Um, she really let us do what we wanted to do. Okay. And that felt amazing because with the first birth, my husband was just not included he was behind me like husbands would be <laughs> <laughs> and with this birth experience he was with me he was helping me talking to me he just he was included it was okay. it was amazing so him he felt better too i guess exactly mm -hmm. and after about an hour, um, she suggested that um, I go in the water to feel better with the contractions. So I went in the water and she didn't tell me when to push. She okay. didn't, she just let me do whatever I wanted to do. Okay. And with my voice, she heard that the moment was coming and she just was ready with her hands to catch the baby when he would arrive. Okay. And so he arrived after three pushes, four pushes maybe. And 
in a water, which I didn't plan. Uh, again, I didn't have really a birthing plan. I just wanted something like to follow my instinct. Mm-hmm. And so he arrived. He he came on my chest, um, and it was just another magical moment. <laughs> 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 That's uh, more easy too, and uh, it it was fast, or he took time, or because usually we said that the second time is faster, but your yes. first labor was already super fast. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, <laughs> uh, yeah. So my first labor, all in all, it was uh, eight hours thirty, and mm. my second one was. Three hours, okay, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, yes, it was. It, it's just, I feel really lucky that my body is able to do all of that easily and um, easily. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, uh, what was my question? Um, also, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What I was go- going to say is, so for you, it was really important to, yeah, témoigner, because we still don't know, don't know the <laughs> Uh, for other women, because you had like two different uh, births, and so the first mm-hmm. is really not li- like how you wanted, and the second one was. And yes. um, can you tell me like the difference for the breastfeeding, how it was with the first one and the second one? Because I guess with the first one, you you were a little bit like shocked, and yes. so did you did you were able to do this connection and to breastfeed like you wanted? Um, yes, I've, my first breastfeeding experience with my first son, it was actually good. The The good part was that the midwife at the clinic, they were really nice and pro-breastfeeding and helping me. So they put him on my breast straight away, uh, which started really good. Okay. Um, after, I would say, when you have so many people that can weigh in and give you advice yeah uh, yeah it it was all about the weight of my baby how it would take uh, gain weight he wouldn't take gain enough of weight they wouldn't let me out of the hospital like it -hmm. was just a hustle it was yes the the starting the starting point with the breastfeeding with my first son was difficult because you have so many actors Mm -hmm. and then with my second one um it was just so natural he he was put on my breast and he started to feed straight away and we just didn't leave each other for the first few hours and even Even when she weighed him and and made all the first controls, uh, all the the first check, Mm -hmm. she done it on the bed next to me. Okay. So there was no separation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, One thing, one more thing that I'm thinking about is the placenta. Yeah. I've asked my first gynecologist, like, can you not cut 
the cord straight away, let it pump for a little while. And she was like, oh, that's complicated because then I would have to, um, you would have to hold the baby under you so that the blood would be flowing. That's it's not true, actually. <laughs> it's not true at all. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter where the baby is, it's still pumping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but obviously, when you have your doctor saying that, you're like, okay, well, that sounds complicated, and I want my baby on me when, when he's yeah, here. Um, so the cord was cut straight away. And for my second one, she told me, okay, now for the delivery of the placenta, I just don't feel comfortable doing it in the water. Would mm -hmm. it be okay if we go out, if you go out of the water? Um, and then would you prefer that we cut it now or we leave the placenta, mm -hmm. we, we leave the cord and we go out of bed? So we, I choose that option. Um, and then, so someone, the second midwife was holding my baby and then my husband and my midwife, midwife, midwife oh, <laughs> would carry me out of the water. And we were just like all four of us <laughs> going from the bathtub to the bed <laughs> just so that she would respect okay. what I wanted. Yeah. That's really mm. good. So she respected all your wishes. So that's yes. good. Mm. Thank mm -hmm. you very much for your sharing. And Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have a different story and to, to know that even after first birth, you can have a natural birth. Yes. And it's good also to mention the placenta because lots of uh, doctors and midwives think that the placenta, the baby needs to be up or down and the placenta, uh, actually it's like if the placenta go out, the placenta needs to be up the mother to go mm -hmm. down the baby, but actually it's not true. They, you, he can be at the same level and it's still going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much and, um, and yes, uh, have a good day. Hello? Okay. Thank you so much, Gloria, for your sharing and have a good day. Thank you, you too. Merci d'avoir écouté Devar Rose. Retrouvez prochainement un nouveau podcast sans filtre, sans tabou. Si vous souhaitez témoigner, vous pouvez nous contacter sur debarrose.ch et nous retrouver sur Instagram et Facebook. À bientôt!